We, we got, got the, the juice, we got, got the sauce, we got, got the G's. Welcome, Welcome to, to season two, two and another Melanin. episode of Melanin Talks. We've been gone for forever, We've but gotten full effect, y'all. <laughs> but we were gone for good reasons. Yeah, we both became CEOs. Boom. Ow. So today, Miss Shonda is going to lead the episode, and we're talking about we're talking about ourselves at this point because <laughs> we're black women in business. Period. Boo. So. Uh, you want to talk about your business though? Um, sure, I'll go. So, um, I started a business called JLX by JL LLC. So basically, what my business is is um, I sell accessories, handbags, shoes, clothes, and things of that nature. I also recently started a cosmetic brand. So I currently I'm working on the foundation line. But I hope to soon come out with um, other things like um, concealer, um She about eyeshadow. to hook all us black women up. Yeah. If you ain't got a shade, you're going to have a shade at JLX Cosmetics. <laughs> yeah, so I'm here for the people, you know. It's who I am. That's my business. What's yours? <laughs> so January, well, my business has been registered for like a year. But anyway, I started my business this January. Uh, Glory Fit by Shonda. And we are selling designer, luxury, authentic handbags and shoes. We'll soon start selling like belts and things of that nature um, soon enough um, after COVID-19 passes. After Miss Ro- <laughs> <Ms>. Rona. <laughs> because uh, Miss Rona is out here and showing up and showing out. Did nobody um, invite her? She just Yeah, came. so um, after that, then we'll definitely get into that. But um, yeah. That's that's what's been going on. That's what happened to the five the four months hiatus. Yeah. But we back and we ready. At this point we're back and better. Amen. That's just so, what it is. Yeah. So uh yes, as Giles said, I'm going to be leading this episode and like I said, we're talking about black women in business, so we're talking about ourselves and a vast majority of black women at this point because black women are taking over. Mm-hmm. High percentage of them are having businesses, starting businesses, um, especially in technology. Black women are coming up. So anyways, I will start off by asking, so what was the inspiration for your business? Oh, geez. Oh, boy. And keep it short. <laughs> you know you know me. Yeah, I do. Um, The inspiration for my business... To be honest, I've I've been involved in fashion for like since I was ten years old, even way before that. So this this whole fashion label thing was like inevitable, like it was just gonna happen. But um I kinda got the idea. 
I would say like two years ago, I just been playing around with it. I didn't really know what to do with it. I was just like, maybe I could do like, um, a brand where I make the clothes, but I just wasn't really comfortable with doing that because I'm a perfectionist when it comes to my things. I like it to be a certain way. So I just, I wouldn't do that. Like if I was to so close for you, I'd be like, oh, you'll be like, I like it. And I'd be like, no, I don't like it. Give it to me. Let me remake it. But it's your clothes. So I was like, I can't be doing that. I'm not going to make any money from that. You would take too long. Right. (laughs) So I'm not going to make money. So then I just did my research and I found some vendors and I went on this whole journey (laughs) of starting a business. And a few months later, I registered the business and here I am. So ultimately... My um, motto is luxury aesthetics for the everyday woman, which I think is um, the fashion industry is kind of lacking in that area because there's a lot of um, fashion brands like Fashion Nova and all of those things. They're fast fashion and things like that. They're good, but they're not durable and they don't last. And it's just the aesthetics for like the typical Instagram model. Anybody can dress somebody with a perfect body but what about the everyday woman like the moms the working women like the people who don't actually have it all together what about them so that was my inspiration nice yeah okay so like i said i had my business registered for a year and i literally did not know what to do i had no idea what i was going to do i'm like well i registered it so something will come that's just how I thought about it and so literally a year later something just came to me like what do you love Mm. and I was like I love handbags I love shoes like (laughs) fags if you see my closet that's what it is handbags and shoes shoes, shoes, yeah I'm not really like I like clothes but I'm not interested like interested in selling them or Mm -hmm. anything of that nature I just like buying them Mm -hmm. but as for handbags and shoes I know it's something that I'm good at because I love them. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay. So I started doing, I just started doing my research and I found the hardest thing ever is to find a good and faithful supplier. Yes. Like it's, it's rough out there when mm-hmm. it comes to the suppliers, the whole thing. But I found one and everything like that I wanted and everything that the vision that I saw was in that person. So I was like, okay, let's do business. And that's how glory fit by shonda came about and we out here selling designer handbags to you know the all, masses to, to all the women that you know are available and need it i'm here for you and yeah that's what it was i guess it wasn't a set set of inspiration it's just what i love to do yeah so why do you think it's important like for us as black women to be in business have our own businesses and for that narrative to be out there um I think it's important because they're like I feel like everybody have different ideas and the thing with ideas is it's not just your idea because you might have the idea now but somebody will have it later so if you um like manifest in that idea somebody else can see that and feel like this person has created room for me to grow for example the ceo of the honeypot she was on um the target commercial and 
I personally feel like that inspired a lot of black girls because I'm pretty sure there's there was somebody just sitting like, oh my gosh, I want to do this um, natural care line or I want to do this um, vaginal care line or something like that. And But they needed they, like to see another person yeah, do it. Yeah, they needed to see somebody that looked like them do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like representation is important, especially for for black women and for... I want to say specifically dark-skinned women. It's important to see people like you on TV, people that look like you succeeding because it gives you um, faith that you can also succeed in whatsoever it is that you're doing because you have seen somebody that looks like you that's doing it big. Well, I would say why is because, first of all, let me just say that when black women get together and do anything, it's unstoppable. That's just first and foremost. At this point, we're holding the whole economy that's just a fact yeah okay when it comes to our businesses and i feel like the narrative is so important which kind of leads into my next question my next question is why do i feel like it took so long for this narrative to even come out because i feel like there's been a lot of black women who have been starting businesses and doing things but we've had no like how would i say it like then yeah funding promotion like nobody was talking about it Mm -hmm. and even us as black women or black people are not supporting we're not supporting our own black women True. like we would rather like just how you said this lady who um the honey pot beatrice harris exactly yeah we would rather go to i don't know wherever go to target but pick up l'oreal shampoo or whatsoever do you mm-hmm. get what i'm saying instead of supporting our own black businesses and i feel like this this was some of the issue of why it took so long for this narrative to come out because we don't even support each other true so if we don't support each other other races are not going to come and support you mm-hmm. like it's it's that's really tough we have to start from like within ourselves mm-hmm. but anyways that's why i feel like it's important for us black women to even be in business like it's it's really important for us to show like younger black girls like, all these kinds of things are possible. And I feel like we shouldn't, like, leave it to a teacher or, sorry, a different race to mm-hmm. teach our children what we can teach our children. Like, and especially as black girls coming up in this kind of time, they need something that's constructive and need something that they can focus on. And I feel like when they have that, they excel. Mm-hmm. But when they don't have anything that they focus on, they don't see anybody that they can look up to, they just go any which way. True. So that's, <clears throat> that is my reasoning as to why I think it's important for us to be in business and showing our younger ones. I think that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Now, there was a Netflix documentary called yeah. She Did That. Mm-hmm. Now, I watched it. I loved every second of it. I don't know about you. But yeah. I thought, like, even just watch- watching that documentary made me more inspired. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, dang. Right. Okay, I'm about to take over. Like, it's a wrap. Like, after seeing all those women, like, even them, like, explaining their stories of what they went through. Mm-hmm was like, okay, I haven't gone through anything yet. After, like, watching that documentary, I was like, oh, okay. I haven't gone through anything mm-hmm. yet. The, I mean, the worst is still yet to come yeah. of what you're going to face, especially when it just comes to, like, getting loans as black women, it's like, rough. all those it kinds of things. It's rough out here. It's really rough. I saw a, um, a quote on Instagram that said, being an entrepreneur is actually hustling, hustling. Exactly. <laughs> Bro, 
three months ago, I wouldn't have understood that. But when I tell you... <laughs> when, like... Okay, when you don't have a loan and you have to fund yourself... Like, like, first of all, you have to you have to fund your own business and then you still have to take care of yourself. It's mm. not like, oh, you have separate money. And at least for me, that's how it yeah. was when I was starting. Mm. Like, I didn't have, oh, this separate money set aside for this thing. No. I took this money for what I worked for mm. and did this. And then on top of that, I still have to take care of my bills because it's like your bills are not going to say, oh, she started a business. We're going to let her chill for yeah, a little bit. Maybe, gonna give maybe her, next month. Maybe next month. We're going to give know. her a grace period. No, it's not like that. So it's super, super tough. And then you go into these places trying to get a loan and all they're looking at is your race. The, your and race then, and, then, and that you're a woman. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, um, what's uh, like, are you just starting up? I know that when I was applying for loans... When I tell you, I was on the phone with PayPal Business for one mm. hour just so that I can find somebody because as soon as they heard that I was a woman, oh, it was a done deal. Because let me tell you, I'm that person that got my white people voice on the phone. I'd be like, hi, how are you doing? But, but, um, when they like, when I like, they heard I was a woman, they waited and waited. I was on the line for probably like close to an hour and then I talked to somebody. And then they were like, oh, you're just starting out? So then I'm like, yeah, but when... But even, aren't those the people that need the help the yeah, most? Like, we're just starting but out. But what's crazy is on the website, they're like, oh, if you're just starting out, we can help you. Uh-huh, but if, when you get on the phone, they're not <laughs> trying to help you. It's, they're not trying... They're necessarily, like, not trying to deal with you. Like, so, they want you to be a... St- even though they say you're just starting out, we want to help you. No, they really want you they to actually be to ha- established. They want you to have a certain amount sitting in your account. Yes. That's literally what the person I talked to, that's what they told but me. But I'm just starting out. That's Did you I'm not saying, hear this? Like, I'm confused. From. Like, I'm still working and putting money. My diff- inventory <clears throat> is coming out of my paycheck at this yes, point. It's coming where out of my I, own pocket. Where, where is ten thousand dollars going to be sitting like, out in my bank account? If I had that ten thousand dollars, I would not. Be I wouldn't be calling you. you. Like, the last thing I want to do is take out a loan. I don't want to take out a loan. So if I'm coming to take out a loan, obviously you know, like, okay, this is serious to this person, mm-hmm. and they're not. Why would I take out a loan for what almost fifteen twenty thousand dollars just to eat the money and do what with it? And then like like not and you do know what I, that it will affect and, you. Affect it'll affect it. your credit. And the thing that made me so mad is that they ran my credits. You do you understand? <laughs> they ran my credit to tell me no. I said, oh my god, <laughs> that that hits me very and hard. Get, and they won't. Oh. Your credit is not bad. Your credit is great, <laughs> oh but you just God. started. I'm t- literally that's the, but that's the that only is thing. what I'm here for. And let me tell you, as a banker, I already always get this question. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know I don't have any credit. That's why I came here to establish right. credit. Although that's not my fault that you can't get the credit. But it's like sometimes what they say they want, or what they say they can do for you. It's just to get you there, really. And then you can talk, we get, like, you can get to talk about something else. Oh my but God. exactly what you came there for, they probably won't be able to do that for you. False advertisement. Pretty much. Th- th- which is why I will not implicate the bank in which I work for. <laughs> but I will just say are some obstacles when you were, like, starting your business. Like, top two. Top two. Man. Um, registering for sure. 
that 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 in itself that is that is a skill to be honest yeah. that's a skill people that do that job they're not they're not to be played with um my number one i would say was funding mm-hmm. because i saw like i saw the vendors online i saw their um there are things and I was like, Oh, these things are so nice and then when I um watched some YouTube videos I learned how to do like inventory tracking and all of that on the spreadsheet. So then I picked all the things I wanted to to launch with and then I came to the grand total at the end of the spreadsheet <laughs> and then I choked. I was like, Oh, where am I gonna take that money from? And then I said, oh, maybe I could find a loan. I was so excited, so happy. That didn't happen. So obviously the money came out of my pocket, but it was so hard because I had to do like every paycheck, take like a certain amount, buy something. Paycheck, take something, buy something. So I just kept doing it, doing it, doing it till I got all of the things I wanted. But it was hard because yeah. the money I was taking was supposed to have been used for something else. No. But here I am using it for my business. I mean, I don't regret it, but it was yeah, because you used hard. it to work on your vision. Yeah. So, but it was it's it's tough. Just like I said, like your your bills don't care about your business. They life, life will not life stop. keeps going. Yeah. And people, whatever expectations that people have of you, they still expect them of you. Yeah. Like when you're going through this whole process, so I feel like that that one's another that's another struggle too. Like mm-hmm. because people don't have your vision they don't care for your vision so (laughs) so they don't they don't care about what you got going on Mm -hmm. they want you to still be doing everything that you were doing before you started Mm -hmm. and if you're not it becomes an issue like maybe like you're not as you're not so much available for something or someone anymore too much anymore because this is what you're focusing on but so that thing that comes with a lot of um what like what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, like a lot of critique, criticism, or people thinking like, oh, all of a sudden you think you're brand new or something yes. like that, or mm-hmm. you think you're better than them. No, and well, just I'm just trying to get better. I'm trying yes. to better myself. Mm-hmm. You don't understand what I'm saying. So, I would say that that's another obstacle that you're gonna have to deal with, but you're just gonna have to like get tough skin. And I think, well, I know it's risky. Because here you are investing in this business. You don't even know if it's going to make it. You Mm -hmm. don't. Because the thing is, when you have that ding, you have that idea in your head, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is a brilliant idea. And then if you don't really consult one or two people about that idea, you just go and launch it, it could flop. Mm -hmm. Because it makes sense to you, but somebody else will look at it and be like, what the hell? Why did you do that? that? doesn't make any sense. So that in itself is a risk because... Not only are you putting yourself out there, you're putting your name out there because people are going to know you by this business now. Say if you're selling handbags. Oh, yeah, it's Shonda that sells handbags. If the handbags are, God forbid, ugly. Oh, yeah, it's Shonda that sells ugly the handbags. handbags. That, oh, the zipper broke. That's yeah. it. She's selling 40 handbags <laughs> All now. Oh, All it's Like, no. Yeah. There's, it, and it'll always come back to always come back to that like you're mm-hmm. not just you anymore you're yeah, a brand exactly. like there was one thing that Jay-Z he said I'm not a businessman I'm a business man do you That's get it? like it. Yes, me as yeah. an entire person I'm a business now I'm an entire brand mm-hmm. so I don't just represent me I represent that entire brand yeah. so it's like even now if you try to go and do something negative oh sh- 
this uh JLS cosmetics mm-hmm. Jaya with the cosmetics and all those or look at this she, she was doing, doing yeah. yeah she's doing these or say things. let's say God forbid I go and bleach my skin today me mm-hmm. I'm preaching oh buy um this cosmetics for black people oh you know that Jaya get that she was selling makeup for black people she go bleach, bleach herself her da, yes. da, 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 da. so whatever you do in your personal life affects your business yes because it affects your brand you're one with your business now you're a brand yes so that's an obstacle i think another um just like i said registering for the business mm-hmm. like for me i completely flopped like i did for like i registered my business for a whole year under the wrong thing it's just like when i tried to do when I redid it now, it was finally, like, the right way. Mm. But it's because at that time, I didn't ask questions. Just like you said, I just had this idea. I jumped into it, like, yeah. okay, do 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 Started doing things that didn't add up. Yeah. Me, with the whole um, registering the business, there was this one lady at the, um, I went to my local city hall. There was this one lady at the city hall. I even still have her card. Oh my gosh, she was so pissed with me because every other day I'll be there. I say, "Hi, ma'am. <laughs> Hi, ma'am. Um, I'm doing this thing online. I don't know what to do." Literally, that was me every other day. She told me she said, "Look, just come." So then I went to the computer. She told me, "Okay, for your state, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do that." Cause she was already fed up with me at mm-hmm. this point. So she was like, "Here's the information. Take it and go. Don't come back." So I went back the next day. Cause. I did everything, but I didn't do one other thing. So then she was like, okay, you know what? I'll just walk you through it. And then she walked me through. I was like, thank you so much. But see, it's better to have asked questions than jumped and did it by yourself. Now, like, I had to pay another amount of money to register the second time the right way. Like, and even though I'm, and the funniest thing is people will be like, but you work in this kind of environment, but that's not the type of thing that I do specifically. Mm -hmm. That's not like in my job area yeah register of those things i don't do that mm-hmm. i work with like consumer things so yeah. and people be like, how did you get it wrong because I, I don't do that and on top of that i was just i was running on my idea like i was running on my adrenaline Man, at the that time. High, when that you get high that you how get? you get that adrenaline oh to start God. something and you and you going for it there's nothing anybody is telling it's like, you. Like, you're not at trying the to moment, hear it. you're like, that's the best thing ever. Like, there's It's nothing... like you just discovered ice cream. Bro. The... And, <laughs> and you're going with it. Nothing anybody can ever say to you will make you feel like whatever you're thinking doesn't even make... Even if a part of the idea is stupid, you'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. It will yeah, all come yeah, together yeah. eventually. I know what I'm doing. It's going to come together at the end. Bro, when I got the goal to do my pop-up shop... I was like, that's it. Yeah. That's Nazi. They told me, they said, oh, you know, if you do the pop up shop in just the, um, like, you know, in the hall, in, in the, the aisle yeah, yeah. place of the mall. I said, no, mm. no, that would not do. Yeah. It would not. And that was the better idea, to be honest. But I was like, no, it would not do. This yeah. is it. See me running with it. Then when I got there in the middle of everything, I said, oh. Because people would have saw you in the hallway. You wouldn't have had to like that, make that anybody come into exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then when everything was going on, I said, oh, I probably should have done that. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like I don't want people to think like you get into this business. All of a sudden you start making bank. You start making a whole bunch what of money. Oh. No, you're probably going to be broke for a very, like for a while. Let me, let me just be honest with you. And you're going to make a lot of mistakes and you're going to go through a lot of hurdles. So I don't like... I definitely don't want people to think that, oh, it's about to be something easy. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not. 
and just trying to find your clientele and get your customers and you're in for a rodeo. I mean, when you get your first returning customer, I know for me, bro, I was so happy. Yes. Because it's one thing to sell for the first First time, time, but when that that customer returns, that means your service was one, good, your product is two, durable, and has quality. Yes. And that kind of boosts up your confidence. Like, okay, I can keep going with this. Yeah. Like, immediately you see that first profit. And And I don't mean... When you get all of your things, you got to get the money back for the things that in which you bought. Mm -hmm. That's outside of it. I'm talking about outside of that now when you finally make a profit (laughs) for the things that you're doing. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like outside of that, Mm -hmm. like uh, what you spent to get it here, supplying, all those kind of things. When you make that money back, okay, and then now you make a profit, then you can sip some tea. But until then, you've done nothing. You you literally would be stressing. I remember, like, I keep going back to the pop-up shop because that was my first major big event. After the first day, bro, when I tell you, I almost cried because I invested so much money and then I saw the, like, the profit I made. It was good. Mm -hmm. It was good for somebody that's just starting. But I was like, You expected so much more. Yeah, I mm-hmm. had such high I expectations. Yeah. I was like, this is it. You know, people are going to come buy these things. But then after the whole day when I saw everything, then I thought to myself, I was like, bro, why do I think that I'm better than Rule 21 or other, other stores in the mall? Like, it just really hit me. Like, what are you offering that's different than mm-hmm. these people? Right. What can make people come to you that will make them... Want to keep coming. Exactly. So then I like I was like, oh, I have to redo this whole game plan because I don't think that mm-hmm. I got it all right. After that one day of um, selling, it was hard because I'm like, my money, <laughs> I almost yeah. cried. That was my whole paycheck that went into yeah, that. You think about all of those things. Like, this is money that I'm working for hard mm. like every single day did I just use it to do the dumbest thing of my life oh my like did I just put my entire finances do am I going into a, a financial hardship for the dumbest plan oh. dumbest idea I've ever yeah. done in my life that's what you keep you'll keep thinking that. and then people around that. you just oh yeah you're starting a business oh Okay. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people did that to me. Oh. But not, the, oh, okay, I'll come and support you. Never. Oh, okay, here's my own contribution, just, nothing. Just, oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll keep watching. Let's see just how far Just a handful of people, a handful of people, I would say my family and friends were like, oh my gosh, you're starting a business. Yes. Like, but the funny thing is, you don't find that support. Mm-hmm. You really, really don't. And people, because people want things that are already made, that are already mm-hmm. established, that people already know. They don't want to come up with you. Yes, true. So until you make it, nobody is going to support you. And I feel like that's one thing people need to really learn, that you have to be there to support yourself. Because yep. nine times out of ten is going to be you giving yourself um, all those... Um, Pep talks. Pep talks, inspirational quotes. Mm-hmm. You're going to be your own self-motivation. You better read some books. I know I read some books. Um, I can't even find the books now, but maybe another episode will pull it up. But I watch, if you if you want to start a business, go on YouTube and search in The Fine Guru. She, like, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She teaches you how to start your business, what books to read, yep. how you know how to build up a routine, an entrepreneur routine, how to... How to grow your business, nurture it, 
And to be honest, I really needed that because when I first started, it was like, I don't even know why I keep saying when I first started. I'm still starting. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm still in the start. But another thing I'll say to people is don't let anybody around you make you feel like you need to lower your prices or yes. lower your thing. You know the quality in which you're selling. Mm-hmm. If they can't buy it for that, somebody else will. Yeah. Do not, st- I, especially, I don't like when people do that to black businesses and black women in business that they mm-hmm. feel like you should be giving them discounts. I don't have to give you a discount because when you go to the store, you don't ask, you don't for ask them for a discount unless they sent you a coupon. Thank you. And as far as I'm concerned, I didn't send you any coupons for my business. So if you cannot come and you cannot buy, if I want to be nice, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But don't think that's that's an expectation just because I've Boom. started or just because I'm starting that I need to give you that discount for you to come. No, the right people will come to your business. Mm-hmm. The right people who will pay you. What's even ask, worth? yes, it, it pay you what you're worth. And even ask you like, you could have sold this for more. Do you ah, get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you don't have to deal with those people who try and tell you, oh, but you got your stuff from here, or you got your stuff from there. If you know you, the source, if you know the source, then go there. Right. Then why are you coming to me? Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a lot of that. I just think is is crazy that it's always, like, black people that are always bringing down our own people. Yes. I remember um, when I first started, I had the coupon code, the 15% coupon code. I sent it to all the male subscribers, and if you bought, I put it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Somebody had the nerve to ask me for another 15% off. I said, wait, do you want it for free? Exactly. Like, because w- how much am I already selling it that I'm supposed to give you another 15 like, I'm giving you, literally sense. giving you 15% off of what? $45, $50. Yeah. What do you want? Should I give it to you for $5? Yeah. How am I going to profit? <laughs> I remember when I started and this person saw my the handbag my handbags that I'm selling mm-hmm. um online and they go they now message me, Oh, how much is it? And I tell them the price and they go, Oh, something that you got in this place oh. like a certain place in this place and I was like, Excuse me, how do you know that I even where do you think that I even got it or how do you even know? Like mm-hmm. the like the like the insult. Yeah. Do you get what the I'm saying? Like, yes, the the galls of the person to even think like, okay, you're asking me for my product. I didn't come to you. Mm-hmm. You saw it. You came to me. You don't come to me to come and insult me. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was the word. That and I wanted to get mad, and I was just like, I'm not gonna get mad because I feel like I see a lot of this already coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. That's fine. The, the she's just another one of them. Like that's how you have to roll people up. Because if you if you take that and let it build on you, you'll get discouraged. Literally, I think I'd, in this whole thing, the one thing that really discouraged me that day when I came to the bank, I was crying. Like when somebody is stole yeah, my idea. Stole, oh yeah. my god, man, that thing broke me. I was like, because that's hurts. really messed up. It hurts because it's always those people that are high up there that have the big followers or Mm -hmm. maybe they're a big business. They built themselves up to be a big business and they're just not as creative or they've ran out of ideas and they just start looking on the interwebs, looking on Instagram. So people are just starting to kind of take the idea. Yeah, they see your page and then they pick your idea and then they go. They mass produce it because they have the money to do that. Whereas you, you're still struggling trying to get things together. I'm like, man, it's not fair. Yeah, it's actually very hurtful. It's not fair. I I cried. I was like... The whole moral of this story is you need thick skin to do this. Yeah. 
you need thick skin you need to be brave you need to be you need to you need to be courageous <laughs> i'm yeah. not even kidding mm-hmm. like you need to be courageous mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't have that spirit you just need to forget about it and mm-hmm. also you need to stop thinking that things are going to be built in a day it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to be built in a day you got to roll with the punches Every single one of them, even the Mayweather punches, they come and they hit hard. Them uh, uh, Conor McGregor kicks. I'm telling you, because some days, some days are good. Some days are really good. You get a high from those days, yes. and then some days are bad, bad, like really, really bad. You're like, what am I doing? You have to console yourself from those good days. Um, you have to keep thinking about those good days and consoling yourself. I I heard in the beginning the good days are not a lot. No, very so, few. That's why they're for console. For consoling, I'm <laughs> because there are only few. Mm-hmm. So, so my cool next question is, mm-hmm. and I believe this will be the last question. Alrighty. How do you think, as Black women with their own business, how should we continue this narrative to the younger generation? Um, like how, like I previously said, I think we, as Black people in general need to get to the point where we're building generational wealth Mm -hmm. because our counterparts have things to pass down to their kids and we we i'm so sorry to say this but we're passing down debt Mm -hmm. we're passing down things that just don't even make sense to our kids and because we're passing down debt we're passing down emotional abuse those are the kind of things that we're passing down and it's not it's not good because we're not we're not preparing them for the future we're not preparing them for the world we're not preparing them for what is out there it's like they keep having to start over they -hmm. keep having to start from square one whereas their friends they're already probably on level three yep and they they're on level one and then they have to meet up or even be on level two and rush to try to catch up with their friends i don't think it's right and i feel like the first thing that this starts out with is just college facts because we're in so much debt just from college. Mm-hmm. Whereas our counterparts, their parents have put money aside for this exact thing for them mm-hmm. already. So they don't even have these issues of, oh, we're having to take out student loan. We'll have to take out grants. We're having to take out another uh, subsidized and unsubsidized loans, which mm-hmm. are building interest continuously. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, we now have to start paying those things back. So it's like we, we take five steps forward with graduating, going through college, graduating mm-hmm. from college. But then at the end of college, we now take another 10 steps back because of this debt. Yes. Because, and I'm, and I'm not blaming parents because I feel like they can only do what they were also taught yeah. and they can only do for you what, what? they were also done for, yes. like what their parents also did for them. So I don't blame them, but I just mm-hmm. feel like now in this generation, since we know more or like, just like we they say, better. when you know better, you do better. Yes. So it's our time to change that fact. Yeah, I think it's our time to change the narrative for the for the generation that's gonna come from out of us. Yes. Like let's let's be those parents. Let's be those parents that set our kids for the future, that prepared them and actually gave them a good foundation. Mm-hmm. That's all. And I think that's how to wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, this was a good episode. Yes. Alrighty. Thank you for joining another episode and listening to our new season, Melanin Talks, Black Women in Business. So this season two, 
I want to encourage you guys to follow us on every platform you get your podcast because we're on every single platform. And also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Let's let's be more proactive on Facebook. Facebook. Let's yeah. get the narrative going. And you guys send us what you want us to talk yeah. about. Like we don't always have to. I pick think the we topic. should start a group within the page. Yes. Yeah. And I think we want you guys to tell us what you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we can be like a family. We're all, mm-hmm. we're talking together. And everybody's putting in their own input. I think it's yeah. super important. So we're going to shamelessly plug our social medias now. Um, obviously, you can follow the podcast at Melanin Talks on Instagram and Facebook. And like I said, follow us on all the podcasting platforms. platforms. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at Empress underscore Jael, Facebook, Jael Perkins, and my blog, simplyjaelicious.com. You can follow my business page too at JLX by Jael. That's Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, take it away, Miss Shonda. So you can follow me on Instagram at Shonda and. 0112 and on Facebook Shonda Tull you can follow my business uh, Glory Fit by Shonda on Facebook and Instagram Glory Fit underscore LLC um, and you can also follow my new talk show Instagram Ooh, yeah um, Glory Flow Shonda on Instagram and on YouTube my YouTube channel um, is Glory Flow with Shonda so I have a new talk show coming out my first episode will be coming out tomorrow on Monday. Monday, okay. On Monday. Right. Um, so, watch out for that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Oh, I have to pl- I have to plug my podcast. Yes, The <laughs> Essentials! Let me tell you guys, I started a new podcast called The Essentials Podcast. So, follow me on Instagram. Not on Facebook yet, but follow me on Spotify and everywhere else, too. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and so that sums sums up our episode. Thank you so much for listening, and be on the lookout for episode two. We can't tell you when that is, but just be on the lookout. So have a nice day, guys. Bye-bye.